for you. You have been trapped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Yeah. But if you lift up the sheet, 
Everything's in its little pile. Actually, I just right. clean that out, too. But if like, someone's sitting in the passenger seat, I clean out the thing by throwing everything in the back. And if I'm drinking a bottle of water or coffee and I'm done, I just flip it over my shoulder. <laughs> but when I clean the car, I clean it good. I get everything out. And, but I, I don't know. I just... Same with my bed, man. If I don't make the... Sometimes all the candy wrappers and stuff, and there's I, a pile like above my head because I don't feel like, you know... Now the question is, how many empty jars of peanut butter are laying in your? Oh, no, no, those I, those are always they throw them out. Those you at. wash and save them for recycling and no. make something out of them. I you used should make to... like a peanut butter something. Save all the empty jars of peanut butter. That's maybe the new challenge right there. That is, <laughs> I'm still waiting on the Whitman chocolate. Still waiting. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. Maybe I'm you can go It's going to be a Christmas thing. Yeah. But the, what I do with leftover peanut butter, like I don't like to throw out when it's on the sides and you can't get it. So I'll get, I'll heat up like chicken broth or something, pour it in there with some, you know, a little lime juice and crushed red pepper, shake it up and have like a like a pantai sauce or something. Wow. <laughs> you really are yeah. like Martha. You like Martha Stewart meets fucking I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who the other person is would be. Ugh. Well, let me tell you, this week, I mean, the last two weeks, nothing crazy, but my birthday was Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I spent it, my dad's moving, my dad and Ro are moving, so I had to help him out, you know, because, you know, they had to move her, but it's all that little stuff that you accrue. They've been in their apartment for 18 and a half years, so. Oh, yeah, forget little accrued. stuff you accrue. There's, there's fucking a half a truckload of stuff yeah, in the Yeah, yeah. So we've been taking trips back and forth, going through stuff, see what's garbage, see what's not. Now, how much of that stuff did you take to repurpose? And my car is full. Okay. Yeah. I knew that was <laughs> If I know you, you'll see like a pot handle with a pot that's like broken handle. I can use that. Yeah, well, uh, Rose is the but flow that's, 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 that's See, but that's the creativeness in you. People, I'm the same way. Like, the top of my wall unit in my house is about three feet from the, from the wall unit to the ceiling. Right. And it's just all stuff from the wall to the ceiling of all right. these little things that I've collected. And I'm like, you know, there's something that it's got its purpose. Right. Well, that's what most hunters do. Yeah. It's, I could use that for something, or I'm going to do yeah. with this, or I'm going to fix it, I'm going to do that, and then it just piles up. Yeah. So I kind of, but I get taken as refrigerator. You make shit. You've made all our trophies for every one of our yeah. <laughs> which has been spectacular. You made the, the hot dog eating belt, I think. Yeah. The belt. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you do put the stuff to use. Oh, definitely. But I got, um, oh, what the hell was I just going to say? I, I'm going to. All right. So what was I going to say? I, we were I talking know. about repurposing. I don't know. And I totally forgot. Oh, I'm taking his refrigerator. Why do I know you're going to do something with the refrigerator? No, no. I'm, that's going in my kitchen. I clear the spot out because when I do like these little parties and stuff. You need backup refrigeration. I take everything out of my... I don't have any food for me to eat. I have, like, yep. pickles and sauces in my fridge. Yep. Because I don't buy food because I always got to That would be like your little out. catering fridge, your little prep fridge. Yeah, so I'm just going to leave idea. it. Yeah, I'm going to leave it empty and then plug it in when Next I need. Next, you get another one for the backyard. I almost did. My buddy Terry, he called me up. As <laughs> I said yes to my dad, he goes, I got a fridge. And I was like, mm, maybe. I was thinking about making brujutes, you know, and hanging them. And I need, like, 50-degree solid... So why are we doing this? Because uh, I, I don't. Because refrigerators eat up. It's like an extra sixty bucks a month in electric. And if I have three but, refrigerators and a giant, we're making refrigerators that we can slice at any time. I'll give you the sixty bucks a month. Filamentos, filamentos on half right there. But the only thing is, it takes about ten months to age out. 
And what's your point? Yeah, what's yeah, your point, we'll, Rob? We'll, we'll work on it. I'll see if I can find another I want to make some homemade supersata, some homemade sausages, all that, that, that you know, that. Yeah. You just, all you need is like a constant temp of like 50 degrees. Yeah. Because that's why most people do it in a cool basement. You know, but they Let's say to go. Let's out. We'll run a separate ventilation system down there. Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't open my garage door. We can put it in my garage if we clean it out. See, that freaks me out, that though. They open basements and garages. God knows what, when the lights go out, what's touching that shit. That's what freaks me out. But if you have a fridge, door's shut. Oh, come on. Nothing's, nothing's crawling on it or licking it. The things, you, the things you put in your mouth in the past fucking 45 years that I know you, you ain't dry crickets out of your death straw. Yeah, but that's different. Seven, that's that different than like a live vermin. That have been there for seven fucking years. You're worried about eating super side out of a garage. Hey, Rob. Because I, I'm thinking I of like a no raccoon pets. or something licking it and pissing on it. I don't want that. Hey, Rob, I have no pets. No pets, My no house. Well, I know, but when you hang meats in a, in a room that has access to the outdoors, they find a way in there. I know, when I walk around outside, my bull's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, well, we got a couple of callers. Um, let's let's pick up. I think this is our old high school, buddy. Uh, yeah, Adolfo. 307 number. We'll get to you in a, in a couple of minutes. All right. Hey, Adolfo, what's up, pal? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. What's up, boys? It's a long time to see you. I hope everything is well with you. Yeah, we're doing great, man. Everything is good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Adolfo was, went to Peter's with us. Well, with me mainly. He went to Peter's with Clem for about three weeks. <laughs> right, when was yeah, that? I think he was there for a couple of weeks. A lasting memory, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what's going on? You're out in North Carolina now, right? Yeah, I'm not in North Carolina, but south of Raleigh, southeast of Raleigh. Nice, nice. It's a real Raleigh's place called Fuquay Marina. Ah, cool, cool. Yeah. Pretty right. pretty cool. Listen, I just went to St. Peter's to, for an open house, and it doesn't look anything like it did when we went. I know, and man. It's, it's a beautiful... Ah, oh, there's a forensics lab up in uh, on the third Is floor. Is it really a forensics lab? Yeah, they have two new labs. And I would do... love to do that. Yeah, the seniors have a forensics class that they could take. And they're doing stuff on all serial killers. So there was all serial killer pictures on the wall. One kid was showing us how to make snow with this chemical, and it was just water in the chemical, and the snow went right in your hand. I'm like, I was science class. I was robbing triple oh, things and bagging up weed in the fucking class. Now these guys are <laughs> yeah. doing fucking forensics. That's awesome. You got a little uh, box in the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. That we used to take the alcohol burners, the little Bunsen burners. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I got caught there. by uh, uh, Mr. Bartlett. We were studying rocks, and I had the sodium rock in my mouth. And he goes, hey, Burmeister, so why don't you spit that out? I'm like, what? Spit what out? He goes, you know how many people put that in their mouth? I was like, <laughs> spit out this giant rock. It was like a huge hunk of salt, but... He's a fireman. Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it's okay. You're still alive. Nice, nice. So, yeah, yeah you, you know, think, me and Clement, what happened? I was going to say, do you think if you if you take the stuff in from uh, from the therapy you have, it can be dehydrated if you can make breadcrumbs? Do you think that'll work? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would, yeah. You throw it in. Throw it in a dehydrator, and it'll be nice and dried up. And yeah, to put it through a food process, you'll have yeah, you'll have uh, stuffing seasoned breadcrumbs. 
There you go. But my favorite stuff of all time. I can't wait to yep. do that and see my wife's face in that school. She's asking what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, then you get turkey cutlets and bread them with the stuffing breadcrumbs and fry them up. It'll be fucking delicious. That'll be awesome. Yeah. My favorite oh, stuffing yeah. of all times, I made it once with White Castle burgers. Okay. I'm I'm so burnt I was going to say we forgot to do the Halloween intro, but it's Thanksgiving coming up. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking through the sound bites. Get ready for the news in a, little, in a couple of minutes. And I'm saying, why did we do the Halloween intro? But except it's Thanksgiving. Uh, Kids, do not smoke marijuana. This is what happens. Oh yeah. So uh, Doug, oh, hold on. Yeah. We're gonna pick up. We're gonna pick yeah. up. Yeah, we're gonna pick up the other line. Hold on. Hey, three oh seven area code. You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. You should know this number by now, Rob. It's in your phone. That sounds like Raven. Ooh. What's up, dude? The next show you had, I was going to call and listen in. You didn't have to bring me on. Ah. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I on my phone it comes up as you, but on this on this thing it's yeah. just a three hundred seven number. <laughs> you should know better to come into the studio and write your. Listen, you should know better. You got to come into the studio and write the name on the thing for us, so we so we know yeah. who the fuck it is. Hey, we still don't know anybody. <laughs> I still pick up when Philomena calls calls in right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you holding up there, big guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I see the campaign oh, you got going. That. You're almost halfway there. Yes. Yeah, but it's stalled, man. It's been two. It's been almost two and a half weeks now, and and nothing's hit in almost six days. You but gotta I, keep I posting to it. Spamming people because the last two posts. Well, no, the last two posts nobody even looked at. Oh, all right. So I took a break. But uh, right. I'm putting up something again this week. Uh, probably tomorrow. I uh, just, I've had so much to deal with. Uh, oh, I know. Hopefully, uh, if I can bring up 300 more, I can get the visa and passport. So. Nice. But it's holiday yep. season, so I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> all right. Well, if, if people are listening right now, go to uh, Raven's Facebook page, Dave Gordette. And a lot, you know, a lot of you are friends of him. And just click Salt on his GoFundMe page. Devil, any one of them. Yeah, and just uh, click yeah, the yeah, GoFundMe go page. Find me. I was against my will thrust into homelessness. So, right. Yeah. So I mean, he's halfway there. What he needs? Yeah. He's got to get a visa and a passport to go. He's got a job lined up in Canada and a place to to live, and you know. So we got we yeah, got to help them out, people. Station owner from Dark Cloud Radio. Yeah, they're going to take me in, let me stay in the room they used for the studio, and I got a job that basically pays me the equivalent of twenty bucks an hour here when I get oh, there. Nice. So. Oh, good for you. With good benefit. for you. With benefit. God bless you. Oh, that's what, yeah. Well, Canada's got some good health uh, care yeah. over there, right? Isn't it like universal or whatever? Yeah, over it's completely different something? than here. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's actually better than here. It, but it, they, they actually know what they're doing. They, they keep the politics out of it. But you do hit in some of the areas uh, where hospitals are only open like four days out of the week, stuff like that. So where I'll be, it won't be that bad. But it'll still be an hour to get to a major hospital. Right, right. But you know, I mean, I need physical therapy, not open heart surgery. So right, right. <laughs> well, well, that's that's good, man. I mean. You know, you, you need a change. You need a change. You need to get refreshed. 
You need to get, you know, get your spirits oh, you lifted, and then you get your show back on the air. Yeah, yeah, well, I figure by the new year I'll be back on the air either way, but uh, tonight I missed you guys, so, you know, I mean, well, hell, the internet here sucks, so I can't listen on the computer. So uh, I know my cell phone works. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> All right, well, we got to get into some news right now. Raven, stay on the line. We'll we'll get back to you in a minute, and uh, we'll be back in a second. CTF News with Big and Beefy. You want me to start off with a little quick funny story? Yeah. This guy, this is true. I thought it was some kind of Facebook joke, but there's a Uh guy, and um, his name is Fuck That Bitch. And his real name is actually P-H-U-C-D-A-T-B-I-C-H. Yeah. And his Facebook has been booting him off, and they finally, after all this time, made it him official. Yeah, he so, went viral. Now, the viral. greatest thing is on the story on Facebook, if you read the comments, they're yeah. hysterical because yeah. it's like making up names for all his relatives and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that bitch. P-H-U-C-K, that bitch. I would love to be named Fuck That Bitch. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's probably like, fuck da be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But right, I just thought uh, that yeah. was kind of wild. I thought it was a joke at first, but fuck that bitch is official. Yeah. Welcome to Facebook. <laughs> That's crazy, though. And then he put, yeah, yeah, he put up a picture of his passport. Now everyone yeah. has all his personal info. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do a little fuck that place. Chipotle's. Now the E. coli outbreak has spread to four more states. Wow. So, I mean, they they got to change where they're getting their food from because it's crazy. And Chipotle's known for taking, you know, the proper procedure and the proper precautions. And right, it's all like stuff. fresh stuff, which I think yeah. is the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, you know, I feel bad for Chipotle because Chipotle's actually a good little chain. Yeah. But something's going wrong, and let's hope they get their shit back together, man. Yeah, and their sales have uh, tanked 12% since the since the news hit. So, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I like it, but I don't think I would eat that now. No. You know? Fuck that. Fuck that, Fuck, fuck that, bitch. <laughs> That's going to be a new saying right there. Yeah. Fuck that, bitch. And uh, now we got a little, little Staten Island news. All right. We got the Harlem Globetrotters came here and donated 100 turkeys to uh, Staten Island people. Oh, that's very cool. I love the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Very cool. So, uh, that's pretty cool. They did it at uh, ShopRite in Graniteville. Okay. And, you know, they did, uh, it was two of the guys that came there, and, you know, doing all their tricks and shit in ShopRite yeah, with fuck the that turkeys. <laughs> and uh, now some, here's some news that... You'll either love or go on a rant about. Okay. But Domino's, you know, they have the emoji now. You can click the emoji and you yeah. get the pizza. Now they're developing, they're going to come out in England first, a new push-button pizza ordering system. And it comes in this little mini cardboard box. And you set up the app on your phone and all with all your pre-orders, like stuff you like, and you just have to hit that button and it gets delivered to you. Wow. <laughs> is there any? Is, uh, can we get any lazier? 
Yeah. What's going to be next? You're just going to take it and all of a sudden a pizza's going to show up at your house yeah. with a naked blonde, a bag of weed, and a fucking <laughs> stack of hundreds. Well, it says Domino's new push-button pizza ordering caters to the laziest of humans. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you that this country has gone. It's it just there's no more anything. No, even everything's got to be like, convenient. Even going shopping, like, I, I don't have to leave my house to shop for anything anymore. Yeah. It's just all a click of a button. personal like, shoppers now. Yeah. And, like, when I do go food shopping, it's there's, like, ten of them personal yeah. shoppers. So, you know, whizzing around, leaving the, the – yeah. it's it's just, like, uh, it's crazy. Wow. But uh, here's a cool little story, a little feel-good story. A homeless vet breaks down in tears after a stranger buys him a meal. So this is out in California. This guy was panhandling. And a, a kid that works in the area – Came up to him. The guy said, I just, I haven't eaten in like two days. Can you please get me some food? This kid gets him in his car, goes through a, a, a fast food place, buys him a burger and some fries and stuff like that. And, you know, the guy was like, thank you so much. You don't, you don't know how, how much, you know, you made my day. No one's treated me nice like this in a long time. He goes, I'll tell you what, every day you meet me at this gas station, I'll buy you lunch or bring you lunch. Wow. And now the kid put it on YouTube. It went viral. Now he's started this thing to get sleeping bags, blankets, and food for the homeless people in the area. Well, very uh, it's cool. pretty cool, yeah. I love stories like that. Yeah. I love stories like that. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, God bless the kid for throwing this guy in the car. Yeah. I mean, you never... I would do that, too. I'm the type of person, I, I can't see anybody go hungry. Like, that would really... Right. I would... No, I, I would feed the yeah. hell out of the guy, yeah. you know? I mean, that's always my thing. I want to help out, you know, starving people. But the red tape of the bureaucracy, it, it makes it so impossible. Like, you get, you're you going to do a good thing and wind up getting sued for it. Yeah. You know, I know. so. Well, well, here's another story. i give you this last story. And this is a, the problem with this story right off the bat is this woman bought a – from this great sandwich company that's all across Midwest. And um, these pre-made sandwiches out of a bus depot. The problem right there is you're buying a sandwich out of a fucking butt Yeah, people. you might as well buy a... Uh... Fuck, fucking nowhere. But apparently she looked inside the sandwich bag and there was a swarm of flies hatching and evolving inside the bag. Mm. I, I mean, okay. I don't think it was there when they first made the sandwich. The sandwich had probably been there for God knows how long. You sure she didn't hit the French fly button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, I mean, you, you, you don't even know if the refrigeration is regulated. And yeah. all you might as well just buy sushi, sushi at like a, a fucking sushi. Mi- sushi. sushi. <laughs> at like a minus muffler or something like that. Yeah, but apparently she sent a whole bunch of flies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I tell you what, the, when I went to Tennessee, the best pizza I ate was from a gas station. What do I smell? Something's cooking somewhere. Downstairs. Rob, are you cooking something? I'm not. Probably might here. be Barrett cooking. Yeah. I smell like eggs or something. No, might that's be. no hamburger. Yeah, it might be uh, Barrett downstairs, because sometimes I get that whiff. And... <laughs> I got some fucking steak and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> that, for the visual that none of you can see, I was just jumping on the floor yelling downstairs. <laughs> All right, so that was some crazy news. But uh... Well, here's a little news thing. I don't know if people watch National Geographic, but last week, 
more Staten Island news. They have a show called Drugs Inc. Yeah, and of it's course. like a documentary. documentary. I know what Drugs Inc. is. They did a fun. whole story, and they called it um, Heroin Island, and it was a whole story about the how Staten Island has the highest death rate of Get heroin overdose. They had they were interviewing drug dealers, junkies. They had some cops, and they were all in great kills. I probably kills. know a lot of these people, yeah. unfortunately. But when was this on? It was on last week. Shit! And I got to sure check they'll it out. Rewind, I'm sure they'll replay yeah, it. But no, it was I got to definitely check this out because I watch Drug Inc. all the time. Yeah. Now they were interviewing this one drug dealer from Newark who is trying to capitalize on Staten Island because it's so huge over here, and. He was told he had like a ski mask on, and he blatantly said he laces one out of every fifty envelopes with fentanyl, so that whoever takes that overdoses and dies, and all the junkies will want it because it's the strongest out there. So as a you know, as like a social media type thing, but he here's the thing. Somebody. Here's the thing. Do you think he can leak? This is what was my first question. Would be do you think that those people are actually real? Well, which leads to believe that. Can you actually say that on TV? Because the people who produced the show would legally be obligated to turn him in and would be under criminal law because they would have to say, if this guy's blatantly admitting he's killing people and you know it, you're now in, in conspiracy with him. Right. Uh, I mean, you know how TV works. Maybe they right. agree. Maybe it's a, I know this or let's make it up. But after that show aired, they arrested a guy from Jersey, a drug dealer in Jersey, because he did the same thing with the fentanyl, and a kid died, and now the family's suing him. You know what the scary him. part about that is fentanyl is what they use. I don't know what it is. It's a, it's a cancer painkiller. Yes, it's, but I have it for – it comes in a patch. Right. And I have the and patch. And lollipops, because, too. Yeah. Well, I don't have the lollipops. I don't want the lollipops, but I've gotten prescribed that for pain, for, for right. a, a patch. And to tell you the truth, it did absolutely nothing. I was still in excruciating pain. I got a little scared and I peeled it off. I don't like shit like that. Like I don't, right. you know what I mean? I don't tamper with anything. Yeah, like well, that. he takes an eye dropper, he said, and it's highly concentrated. And he does a drop on. What is animal. wrong with these people? I don't know. Why I, would you do so? I, right you know what I would do? I would, I would love to get this kid and stick a bag of fucking heroin up his fucking nose and hold his mouth shut and choke the motherfucking yeah. shit out of his cock. Yep. And uh, and just recently, last week. I was driving home from Mary's house right by St. Peter's. There's a side street there, and it was all cordoned off. They found a kid dead on the corner, overdosed. See, now, the kid that died a couple of years ago, his little sister ran out of the house to catch the dog and got hit by a car and killed. And that's why they have on Henderson Avenue that flashing thing that tells you how fast you're going. Wow. And now her brother died of an overdose. But we looked them up on Facebook, and it said, you know, where it has the info, works at, works at street pharmacy. He was just advocating that he was a drug dealer. Wow. Like, that's, these kids are just idiots these days. Yeah. They're fucking idiots. Look, I'm the first all... guy, look, we smoked pot back in the day. We even snorted a little blow. We dropped some acid. But that's when drugs were actually, drugs are not cut with anything. And I'm not saying that it was good, but that's what we did back then. It was the fucking 80s. We all ate acid. We all smoked pot. We all snorted a line of fucking blow. Right. Yeah. Every once in a while, you knew yeah. somebody that, like, yeah. fucking OD'd on yeah. coke because they got some yeah. bad shit or didn't break it up or something but, like that. But and today, these kids are just out of control. I, I'm afraid to even smoke pot anymore. I don't even want to smoke pot anymore because right. I'm afraid just to put the fucking kids in fucking, uh, what's, what's the, uh, the formaldehyde. formaldehyde and shit. It's just crazy. 
with bombing for it. But you know what? These kids are sniffing bat salts and fuck. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you people? They're privileged. Yeah. All these kids are privileged. I mean, they're all addicted to the to pills. And then they couldn't get the pills anymore, so they go to a cheaper way to go get heroin. And they think like the crazy thing fucking... is you're talking to a guy who's got three bulging discs, four pinched fucking nerves, arthritis, tendonitis, bursitis, niggas, every fucking itis yeah. there is. And I don't take the fucking pills. I don't see what the big deal is. They do nothing but make you fucking itch. Yeah. And they, they snort don't... them, they shoot yeah, them. What the fuck is... Why would you want to snort a pill? I, I, I don't understand that. I can't comprehend it. I think it's fucking bizarre. Yeah. It, it's nuts. But I mean, it's, you know, it's, what happened? Norton Toes, that's been going since the 80s. Yeah. I yeah. knew a guy back in 86 who was an EMT who used to start Percocet. Before he right. Work. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But, and, uh, you know, the other thing is, um, like, these these kids... The parents can't slap the shit out of them. They can't throw them in rehab without the kids. Like, everything is like, oh, oh, no. And this one kid who was hooked doesn't work. He steals from his father. And his girlfriend works 10 hours a day in a deli in Great Kells to buy his drugs for him because she doesn't trust him if he goes out. Because she doesn't want him, like, sucking the balls and, and robbing people and getting killed. Did you say sucking the balls? Sucking balls, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she's like, I don't trust what he's going to do, so I work every day, six days a week, so I can buy his drugs for him. Here's not, just to get off the subject of this real quick, because it just popped up on my Facebook, and I want to see if anybody's heard this. These kids have these scooter on wheels. You know those little hover things? Yeah, yeah. Now, what I just heard was that they now made it illegal if you're caught riding them on the street or on anywhere outside, you're getting a ticket and taking it away. Yep. Is that true? I, I believe so. They're trying to outlaw them. Wow, and I agree with yeah, that because my, the, I, the new ones that are that are like the uh, the uh, ones with the handlebars you lean forward on and they go. The new one that's like two wheels and you lean and it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's the like one we're talking about. Miles just, an yeah. hour and people are getting killed on them. Yeah, I agree with that because I saw this little kid the other day with his hoodie on, his headphones over the hoodie, rolling around, almost hitting to a fucking car. The car swerved, almost caused an accident, and this kid didn't even blink an eye. Had no fucking clue. Right, they don't even walk anymore. Was, uh, <laughs> they don't even walk anymore. Now look, I can see the one with a stick in a mirror, like a you know, okay. But again, maybe we are doing something wrong. Look at look at all of Europe is on scooters and fucking bikes and all these things. Boys and I got a couple of beers in my hand and I'm drinking one and I'm riding on the scooter and 
This girl walked by, and it was right when Italy won the fucking the, the soccer thing. Okay. And she pulled up a shirt and flashed everybody. I'm looking at her tits and bang. Crashed right into the cop car on the corner. <laughs> the vehicle is flying up, rolling down, rolling down the hood of the fucking cop car and falls on the floor. I, I get off the scooter. I pick up the beer. The cops are actually in the car laughing. They get out of the car. He goes, here's what we're going to do. Take your fucking hoodie off. Clean the fucking hood of my car or I'm locking you up for fucking drunk driving. Yeah. And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> and I put the beer down and I spit shine that motherfucking hood yeah. and I got back on the bike with the beer in the hand and like have a good night buddy yeah. be careful yeah. and my house is too close up and I swear to God but and I'm, the point that I was though six months in jail <laughs> yeah well look the point that I was I'm, I'm a pretty alert guy not saying that I can drink and drive because I would never do that but I'm a pretty alert when it comes to shit like that and you got these kids that are fucking clueless now on these things wow. and and I agree with it I feel mixed my nephew just got one of these for $400 and now they tried to return it at Models. Models like, oh, we don't know nothing about that. Sorry, you're stuck with it. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I get Models' point, but now what do you do with this right. fucking thing? Well, even like, I mean, it's good to see kids on skateboards sometimes because at least they're outside yeah. and exercising. But now they're whizzing down hills with curves, texting. Yeah. They're just idiots. They well, here's really the thing. Twenty know. years ago, there was no traffic on Staten Island. Right. There was no, the traffic everywhere was a lot less. And you can get away with riding a bike and riding a skateboard right. or riding a scooter because you were now yeah, there's cars fucking everywhere. Traffic and, and our idea of checking in on our friends' uh, status was knocking on their door and letting their mom tell us whether or not they were home. Yeah. Right. Well, that, that's what it is. Yeah, and well, especially here in Staten Island in New York, the big, beautiful houses are getting bought. They're knocking them down and building four houses on it. Two families, so that's eight families, and no no one family has one car anymore. Mom has one, dad has one, yes. the spoiled brat has one, the younger one has one, so we can, you know, have a paper wrap. So it's like four cars to every... Yeah. Remember when the mantra from places like New Jersey and Connecticut was, yeah, I'm going to move to the city so I don't have to have a car. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, let me tell you something. I go to my mom's house. good for buses and subways. Let me tell you something. I go to my mom's house and I can't find the spot sometimes for about a half hour. I literally have to I have to sit in front of the building for a half hour and hopefully somebody's gonna leave. Otherwise, you're walking like three and a half blocks. It's just it's insane. Yeah, I, I right think it's funny that that when they filmed the music video, they were able to pull it in front of your house, Rob. Yeah, I know. Well, I stopped the traffic there. I was like, all right. But uh, all right, well, we have our guests going in. We have our guest calling in right now. I'm going to put you guys on hold. Um, we got Adam from uh, Funkin' Waffles calling Funkin in right Waffles. now. Hey, Adam, That's what's right. up, dude? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. How we doing, Big and Beefy? I love it. Yo, dude, we're doing great, brother. Listen, thanks for calling in, man. I, I've been, you know, doing a little research on your play. I remember seeing you on uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And I just read up about the whole business and how you got started, and I think it's fucking phenomenal. Thank it's you so great, like it. yeah, it's like the American dream. Two buddies hanging out in in, in their dorm and stuff, and came up yeah. with a, you know, just something for themselves, and then Be- spread before it to we their even friends, ask him any then... questions, I gotta just say this one fucking thing: <laughs> bacon, brie, and basil topped on a buttermilk fucking waffle. Yeah. Right after that, you guys are fucking totally insane. I fucking love it. I'm looking at all the fucking things you do, and it just sounds friggin' amazing. I love it, yeah. And, you know, you forgot about the apricot marmalade that comes with that. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I wish I wasn't so far from Syracuse. Now, here's my question. Is this. How do you guys come up with these whacked out flavors? I mean, do you do a couple of shots, smoke a little butter, and come up with it? I mean, who come, who's the brains behind all this? Some, as a chef for 25 years, I will tell you this. The flavor combinations and the profiles that I see on some of your combinations are fucking genius. Yeah, you know, a lot of the time in college, uh, we were up in the attic, and there was definitely a bong involved. Um, <laughs> you know, it definitely... Uh, it definitely requires a little bit of hunger to come up with some of these things. But I'll tell you, um, back in college, everything was just candy waffles. Um, after we graduated and decided to open a restaurant, we actually went and looked at a lot of crepe places because they utilize both sweet and savory ingredients. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So yeah. I, was, I was basically able to rip off a bunch of, like, decent crepe uh, recipes, and that just worked really well, if not better, on the waffles. I mean, there's just more texture, it's more crunchy, but you know, I think something like the spinach feta and salmon or bananas and Nutella, like I just got to give that up to like uh, I think it's called Crepes on Columbus, like on 110th and Broadway in New York City. Um, right. That's that's where I, that's where I went and ganked a bunch of their recipes. Yeah. Well, now here's here's one, and Tina asked me to ask you about it. it's a favorite, the Jive Turkey. I was just looking when, at it when I had my store. I was like. Funkin' Waffles, but with sandwiches. It was all my uh, customers were potheads and cops, and I used to have the Plymouth Rock, go. and it was it was the you know the turkey, uh, sweet potato spread. I made a cranberry mayo. And it was I made little stuffing patties, and it was great, you know. And oh yeah, that's and then a the little side of gravy, and it's it's awesome. But I mean the drive turkey, yeah, and the people people. That is the combination that people forget about and should be eating year-round. Yeah, man. In America, I mean, come on. Thanksgiving is the most American thing we got. You know, it's, right. uh, it was definitely winning the lottery when Guy Fieri showed up in 2012. Wow. And he chose the Jive Turkey because, you know, they could have picked anything on the menu. I got brownie waffles. I got pulled pork waffles. But he went and he's like, look, you can have Thanksgiving any time of day all year long at Funkin' Waffles, and that's what they put you know, on their show, which is, you know, saved my life, basically. It was amazing. Yeah. Now, now a little input with uh, Guy Fieri. I need you to back me up on this, because I did a, a pork thing with a guy, and, you know, I like, it's so, it, 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 it's scary when you're going to meet your idols, your heroes, you know, because right, you right. think they're so great, and sometimes you meet them, and they're the biggest jerks. I was afraid of that with Guy, and I hung out with him for two days, and I was crying, and I was like, I want. I kept hugging him when we were leaving because he was the greatest dude, the nicest yeah, he's dude. Yeah, such a homie. He's so good. He's so nice. Ah. He's so good. I don't understand. You know, people like to hate, and I think people like to hate on people that are just successful. But this is this this guy's a family man. You know what I mean? I've been yeah. to his house. I've been to his back backyard. I met his wife and kids. Like they are just American humans that are caring. And I mean, I can't say enough about how good a dude he is. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, very cool. Yeah, like he'll crash on your couch. If you ask yeah. him, he wouldn't be like, I need a – now it's Cletus. Did you meet Cletus? Um, I met – I mean, I met a bunch of his crew, but I don't think I met that guy. Yeah, Cletus was like his right-hand man. He writes all his blogs and stuff, and it's like oh, his okay. friend cool. His friend from growing up. And they're, they're the culinary yeah. gangsters. They all have, like, windbreakers with culinary gangsters written on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, fucking yeah, awesome, exactly. man. <laughs> they're amazing. They're super, super chill. And you know what? Every year since we did the show, 
he's actually hired my band to come play his birthday party. Oh, so every, every January, every January, I get in the van and I drive three thousand miles out to Santa Rosa, and we go and we throw a big birthday party for him. He, he calls it Festivus Maximus, and it's, it's hilarious. Oh. It's really, it's really fun. It's a special. That's time. pretty freaking cool. Yeah. And he parties, man. He threw a Jaeger party he, he for does, us. He seems like a real down to earth. He doesn't yeah. like the salt of the earth kind of guy, man. Yeah. He really. Now, I, remember, man, I remember him actually know. winning on Next Food Network Star. I was so glad that he won because he just seemed. Yeah. Likeable, like he's just a likable guy. Right, like people are cool. Look at his hair and the sunglasses and all that. But that's his look. If he shaves his head and doesn't wear sunglasses and wears like a black suit, it's not Guy Fieri. Right. Yeah. No, exactly. You I mean, know? the other thing to mention is, you know how you see all his shows are done in his back backyard. I don't know if you guys realize this, but Guy's Grocery Games is done up there in Northern California. He makes yeah. sure that everything is filmed and done with his best friends and his family, and his close homies, and he doesn't have to go down to Hollywood. Like, he makes this life work for him, and I'm, I'm right. telling you, it's all about family, dude. He's got the inner circle. That's that's great. That's, that's how yeah. it should be. And he's making it work. Now, the greatest yeah. line, uh, we'll, we'll get to uh, Funkin' Waffles in a second. I just love talking to people that actually hung out with guys, because there are, like you said, a lot of haters, and they, they never met him. That's why. He... Is um oh shit I keep forgetting what the fuck this is Jameson I'm telling I keep you. forget what the fuck I was just gonna say <laughs> I gotta come chill. I gotta come chill with you guys yo next 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 time I'm coming down to the studio yeah <laughs> hell yeah man door always open but uh what the I was just gonna say something about fucking guy. Well, why don't you think about that? Let's let's get back to Funkin' Waffles. All right, Waffles yeah, let's get back to the Funkin' Waffles. All right, all right, all right, all right, now right. the history is the history is phenomenal. You and your buddy, yep. and then. You know, you, you had parties and gave waffles away, and then you would go to a local bar and then on the side of the bar sell your waffles, right? Yep, yep, yep. And then you just took it from there. You took over a place. Now, when it says, like, you just took over, you didn't have to put any money down. You just, like, kind of just went in there and started your business? Well, we, uh, I mean, we got pretty lucky. Though. We found a coffee shop that was going out of business. Um, they were basically open for a year. They had just renovated the shit out of this place. I mean, we're oh, talking huge six-figure bank bank loans. You know, they were basically about to eat it. And uh, we came in there and um, we said, look, you know, we're, we're college kids. Like, we don't have all this money to buy your business, but we could stop the bleeding right now. So if you sign a deal with us, We'll give you X amount of dollars over two years in, like, a monthly stipend or whatever, but we'll just take over every bill that exists for your business so you guys stop losing money. So for them, they were, you know, as as long as we had it all in writing, they were able to show that to the bank and said, look, we're failing. We took out this bank loan. We know you want your money back. This is the best thing we could figure out. And the bank approved it, and they approved us, and we basically went in there and just kind of took over. After about two years, their lease was up. And at that point, we were already running our own joint in there. So, I mean, they were out of the picture. We just signed oh, nice. with the landlord, and we've, we've been there for like nine and a half, half years now. Why don't you uh, tell everybody exactly where you're located and the website and all that other good stuff and, you know, plug it away. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Funkin' Waffles, if you haven't caught it yet on the Food Network, we're up in lovely, beautiful, frigid Syracuse, New York. And uh, we got one location that's located right on campus there. That's our original one that was featured on Triple D. And then I just opened up a 5,000-square-foot monster version in downtown Syracuse. And that features a full bar with a full liquor license and live music seven days a week. 
Um, our website cool. is Funkin' Waffles, just the letter N in the middle there. And uh, you can order online. We got hats, T-shirts, the whole mamma jamma. Like, we got it all. Oh, nice. You're going to send us some shirts, man. We got, yeah. we'll, we'll be publicizing yeah, the hell out of it. Yeah, <laughs> man. When we're, when we're done here, I'll send you some whatever. Yeah, all right, cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, these these are the kind of places I like. I mean, you know, Clem and I have uh, been chefs for like 25 years, you know, from dishwashers and all that stuff. We moved up in the ranks. But, you know, we've been on TV, and, like, we see all these younger chefs coming up, and yeah. they all want the high, fancy, tiny little, I'm going to put this on with a tweezer and all. Nobody wants that anymore. The shit that I love is like a, like you, like a fucking waffles, a theme place. That has crazy shit that you, well, you're gonna want to keep going there because you're yeah. like you can't eat enough that you want everything on the menu. You know, you know what it is too about that, and this is what me and you talk about all the time, and it's exactly what you just said. But you got two people that are passionate about what they do, and they're happy to fucking do it, and they're into it, as opposed to these kids that go on TV once and they're doing all this foo foo food with fucking six months experience. They were a line cook three months ago and what fucking right, 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 yeah. You guys have been doing it since college, and it's. I was saying, I read something about that, how, like, in Oregon, there's, like, this 18-year-old culinary cuisine expert, and, like, people are, like, taking, like, six-month waiting lines just to sit and eat his food, and in the end, he's, like, messing up food for, like, the rest of the world because people think he knows what he's doing, and yet it's just, like, a hype factor. It's, like, someone well, he, he, he's going to He's going to wind up like Data Plato. He's going to be burnt out and hooked on something and going well, around he, the he's, he's the thing yeah, going to be Macaulay I'm Culkin. Not, and like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that the kid doesn't have talent because he may very well be talented, but let's be honest. At the age of 18, how much fucking experience and knowledge can you possibly have that you're going to blow my fucking mind with food? You yeah, just don't have you, you have to, you got to cut yourself really bad with a knife like a few times and burn yourself in an oven like yeah. at least four or five times before you're an expert. Yeah. Do what I did yeah. one night and stick your fucking your hand on a slicer accidentally because someone bumped into you on the line. Wrap it up in duct tape, tape it to the side of your chest and stay on the fucking line and work one handed for the rest of your fucking eight hour shift yeah. and come in the next morning and do it all over again. Yeah. When you do shit like that, yeah. they come fucking talk to me. How about throwing like the yeah. fifty pound saran wrap box on top of the fridge and it comes down, you go to catch it and it slices your whole hand down your yeah. arms oh, and your elbow. Yeah. That's so funny you mentioned that. That is so funny you mentioned that because that just happened to us two years ago to one of yeah. my main dudes. And it was literally, it was like the saran wrap came down and chopped them open. Yeah, I worked with a chef said that's the most dangerous thing in the kitchen is a fucking loaded fucking saran wrap. I'm going to give you all one better. We had, when I worked at Severoli, we it was more industrial and I was in like the R&D guy. And we had the bigger wraps that would do like fucking wraps and pallets with and this thing was, I fucking leaned on the fucking table, walked around the table, and the thing was slowly rolling down the table. I didn't see it. It rolled right off and crushed and broke all three of my fucking doors. Yeah. Smash, oh my God, Lord. Yeah. Yep. But you're right. A little kid like that probably gets a paper cut and shuts the yeah. whole operation down, yeah. yells right, at his right. parents, and then he doesn't work for three weeks. Well, you know, I'll tell you what great. we do. Be- well, I'll, I'll tell you what we do best, man. My food is simple. I didn't go to culinary school. You call me a chef because I wrote the, the menu, but really, I know how to eat. And uh, right. and what I learned is if you get the best possible ingredients, it's pretty hard to fuck this shit up. It really is, especially when right. it comes to waffles. I'm not claiming to do anything crazy, fancy, or whatever, but 
we use eggs and butter and milk that comes within like 10 miles from where I live. So it's like that difference is the difference in the world because you don't even have to be right. an amazing chef. Just put the right pieces to, together and people will respect it. Yeah, you know, I got that's a kid. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we're known for. Yeah, I got a kid coming in in a couple of weeks. He, he runs, he's like the chef. He went to like a six-month culinary uh, class and stuff. Great kid. And he runs this coffee shop up the street, and he's not like they were buying muffins and stuff. And he's like, listen, can I just start making waffles? And he has such passion in the waffles, and people are lining up out the door for it. It's like red velvet waffle and this and that. And he goes, I just love doing it. I love doing it. I don't want to do anything else. I love making waffles. And people are asking me what I put in it, and I'm I'm not even going to tell them. And it's so simple. Well, that's the thing. And it's funny you say that about the passion thing, because Philomena and I went out to eat at Capizzi's only had Staten Island. The guy was just so fucking passionate. Like, he, he saw that I was excited about the oven. He came over to the table. He showed me around the kitchen, showed me the oven, telling me how he did things. He's like, ah, all these other people. He's like, I'll tell you exactly what I do and how I do it. Then he brought me over to shave black seeds, and the guy was just so yeah. fucking into what he That's was doing. That. But it, it, it reflects in the food. It yeah. really does reflect yeah. in the food. And I say this all the time. If you're not happy in a kitchen... And I, I try to tell it to a lot of owners and a lot of things I used to consult on. If your kitchen crew is not happy, your food is not good. If you got a bunch of happy guys that are getting paid and they're happy in the kitchen, they're right. going to be loving what they're doing. But you got a bunch Absolutely. of miserable tricks that are in there that are just working for the job. It becomes robotical, like mechanical. And it, it, you got to have the love that goes behind yeah. it. Yeah, of course. Now, do you and have you booze in uh, Waffles? What's that now? Do you have booze there? Yeah, we actually have, we have a, at the original location, we got a beer and wine license, and then downtown, we got a full liquor license. Nice. Because just between yeah. me and a lamppost, I mean, I love waffles, and my big mistake when I opened up my place was I didn't have booze or beer, and that's why I'm out of business, because that's where you make your maid money, where you could play around and make you a couple yeah. of bucks off the waffles, but it the booze, is, and I'll tell real. you what, man, you know, for the, for the four or five Gs that it costs to get, like, you know, a consultant or, like, Someone from the liquor authority to help. Right. You can make that back in one weekend, bro. Just one weekend. Yeah. You know one weekend. Yeah. Exactly. It. I and mean, it's, yeah. your entire your entire annual permit you make back in one weekend. I mean, come on. Yep. Yeah. And I love it's that you have live music there. So you can blow out oh, yeah. some like uh, you jive turkey, sit there, have a couple of beers, and listen to some live music. What's oh, yeah. other than That's that? That's America right there. That's a fucking America right there. <laughs> Music is really, I mean, you know, the place is called Funk and Waffles, so the funk comes first, man. I mean, I don't know what I do yeah. without the music. You know, I really don't. It's the whole vibe. Right. It's like you go into, a, like, a, a hard rock cafe that serves breakfast, and, like, instead of rock, it's funk, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that, because in any one of my kitchens, the one rule is you have to have a fucking radio on. Yeah. you got to be jamming out and fucking... Just totally jamming and cooking. And I think the two go... It's like peanut butter and jelly. The two go hand in hand, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. I, I mean, that's my favorite thing. I can't wait till Big and Beefy get their asses up to the Funkin' Waffles. Ah. We got to do it. I think we got to sure, do yeah. it, Rob. I think we got to make it. a road trip. You gotta yeah, well, we got we to get up there and visit Tina. Come in for a show, man. We'll find a good act. You know you'll come through. We'll take care of you. You're amazing. Yeah, do a little live show from Funkin' Waffles. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we could we just we just literally broadcast a live radio show yesterday at the Funko Waffle. That was nice. Nice. Yeah. Very so we cool. can do that shit. We, we can we can do that shit. 
Nice. Now, now, what did you go to college for? Like, you, you graduated, but you stayed, you chose to stay in Syracuse and do this. Yeah. What did you go for? So, I got my degree in uh, communications in tel- te- television, radio, and film. Awesome. Awesome. So you can do that well right there. That's yeah, kind of about the same, the same uh, angle. And then I did a minor uh, in the music industry, which is, you know, the other half. Of it. Uh, so, it was, uh, you know, it was pretty helpful. I kind of wish I got my MBA because being a business owner is not simple shit, and nobody teaches you this. So, um, no, you know, no. it would have been helpful to get some business savvy. But we're making it work, man. Like I said, it's really all about vibe. People that are down, they come to funk and they love it. People that are pain in the ass, I don't really need any of their business. Right. So, yeah. um, that's it. Hey. Now, the difference between being in Syracuse and Staten Island is if there was a Funkin' Waffles here, you would have to at least tell five people a day, no, we can't do chicken palm. <laughs> Everybody walks yeah. into every restaurant, and they order what they want. They don't. They look Dude, at the menu and go, well, I don't like that. I will make them a freaking chicken palm waffle, like, ASAP. I don't care at that point. I mean, when you're going local, do listen, I'm from Jersey. And so the second I got up to Syracuse and opened the restaurant, I went to find Taylor Ham because I don't even know what New Jersey is if it isn't for a Taylor Ham egg and cheese. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Pork roll, some good old fashioned fucking pork roll. We got we got a bagel store up the street for me right now. Yeah. yeah, they have a big sign. Yeah, we now like, have pork roll. I went in and ordered it, and the guy's like, "You want it?" I'm like, "Yeah, give me the pork roll, dude." And yeah. then someone was there, goes, "No one yeah. orders it here." I love it because I'm a big spam guy. I love spam. Yes. Yeah. Everyone yeah, else in the world hates work. Spam, but, you know. You know, the, 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 I just had Spam two weeks ago, and it was in a Korean dish. It was like a crazy soup. And I was like, what is this? And the dude's like, it's Spam. And you yeah. know what? In a, in, a Korean dish, in a Korean dish, Spam comes across pretty fancy, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I love There's a fucking restaurant out in Alaska that the whole menu is Spam. I wonder if I could do Spam Parmesan. <laughs> yeah. Of course you can. Why the hell not? No, I just love Spam. So, you know, if I go up there, a little Spam and Miracle Whip on a waffle, I'm good. Because the two things that everyone... All right. 50% 50 of the U.S. hate Spam and Miracle Whip, and the other 50% 50 love it. 50 cent? 50 cent. 50 cent loves it. (laughs) Yeah, sure, yeah. And some uh, purple purple drink. (laughs) Exactly. That's right. The quarter one. While we got him on, why don't we get into our top five? We, you know, we got a little uh, yeah, Thanksgiving right. theme going on. It goes with what we've been talking about with the waffles here. Big DDs top five. All right. Yeah, every week we do our top five and our food fight. This week's top five and you know Thanksgiving, and uh, it's going to be our top five favorite things to do with your leftovers from Thanksgiving. And we had some pretty interesting stuff. We, we've done this a couple of times. Done actually once before. We had some yeah. loud stuff. But, uh, Bert, I see. You got anything for the Yeah, well, I mean, of course, when I used to have my place, I always had leftovers. But the I used to do, like, a turkey dinner. Like, they had the jive turkey. I used to do it in an egg roll skin, which was phenomenal. Um, I like doing the turkey pot pie with all that shit thrown in. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and speaking of waffles, I do like to chop up my turkey and mashed potatoes and put it directly on a waffle line and make like a hash with it and then put the gravy over the top. Oh, geez. And Yeah, and what, what's the other? 
I do like a, like a fritter kind of, you know, like a clam fritter, but I do it with all like turkey and like chopped up green, the uh, green bean casserole and shit, and then do fritters there. And then number one's a turkey sandwich. You can't be oh. left off a turkey sandwich, but it's got to be from carved right off the carcass. Can't be cold cut turkey. It's got to be roasted turkey. Little little hint of sweet potato, cranberry mayo. Salt and pepper. Now I'm gonna give you. I'll give you a couple of interesting ones. I like taking a leftover mashed or sweet potato and making croquettes out of them. All right. You make a little croquette. You can give me pieces of turkey or, or the giblets or whatever and make a little croquette. I even like taking the stuffing and making turkey stuffing meatballs. Yeah. Make some turkey oh. in with the stuffing. Mix the meatballs in. Throw a little breadcrumb on them. Fry them up real quick. I even stuff a little bit of cheese in there because we do a sausage and apple stuffing. Right. So if you take it, you shred a little yeah. fontina or a little Asiago up in there, some turkey meat, roll it back into a meatball and just fry it real quick. Meat. Forget about it. Yeah. And then the ultimate oh, turkey yeah. sandwich is the entire, everything you have on a piece of Italian bread, the turkey, the stuffing, the cranberry. the and fucking, a bowl of gravy on yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Side. A bowl of gravy and just sit there and dunk away. Yeah. Oh, now, my gosh. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember we used to do like the, um, my father used to take the egg noodles, boil them off, and then mix everything in together with a can of cream of mushroom soup, make like a casserole with it. Here's an interesting one from oh. Facebook, turkey tortellini soup. I'll no, tell you what, my mom, makes a, my, my mom makes a bang and brisket, and the next day and for the whole week after, I got like marble rye, mayo, pickles, and brisket. And that was, oh. like, the go-to after Thanksgiving. It's nice. Yeah, I like when people yeah. make stuff other than turkey on uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's really big for us. My mom was born in Israel, so I don't even think there is, like, a real Thanksgiving over there. But nah, nah. I think the only ones that have it is, yeah, I think America has it. It's when we in, took the in land Canada. from the Indians. Canada's got hey, it. Canada, yeah. yeah. But... You know, I, I kind of like, I used to work with a lot of guys from Mexico and stuff, and then they've been here so long that they would have, like, turkey dinner with their, like, 30 family members in an apartment. Oh, yeah. And they used to love oh, it. Yeah. They used to ask us, what do you make, what do you make? But, hey, it's, it's, it's good day. It's a good, it's a good day. Here's another one. Oh, open face turkey sandwich topped with mashed potato. Yeah. It's yeah. a little old-school classic All right day. there. All yeah, day. even like a turkey shepherd's pot pie yeah. you can make. What about uh, so we're talking about all the stuffing and shit. I'm pretty sure you just take your stuffing and throw it right in the freaking waffle iron, man. Yeah, that's a definite right there. I mean, I don't think it matters whether it was pre-cooked or cooked. Like, maybe mix an egg into it just to get a little bit of action. But um, yeah. that's basically what our jive turkey is. I just make stuffing and cook it in there. So I don't see why the leftovers wouldn't work. Ooh, yeah. yeah. What about you, Philomena? Okay. You got anything you like to do with your leftovers? Well, I like... Me and my house, since I'm in a Sicilian household coming from, we all get together. So and the day after Thanksgiving, we have a lot of leftovers. I, myself, like dark meat. So okay. I like to shred. We heard that about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to take the neck and all the dark meat, and I like to peel it, uh-huh. and I like to put it on a sandwich, but I like to put um, Saucy Susan on it. Okay. And either like either 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 like that shredded or in, a, in between a bread. Um, I also like to make um, uh, turkey soup there you go. with carrots and uh, celery and stuff. Um, and my mom, we have ha- ham. So the ham ham sandwiches or 
um, scrambled eggs and ham, all that. I love the leftover ham. You can do the split pea soup or even yeah. a turkey. I love taking. Nobody does that. I love taking that after you carve your turkey. Take the whole fucking bone, yep. roast it off a little bit more, throw it in a fucking pot with your celery carrot on you. Yeah, my mom used to make turkey soup, soup but she after I started like working in restaurants, she used to take all the bones, you know, throw yeah. it in, cut up the celery and cat like and make a stock, but then serve it like that. So we'd be eating it with like hunks of bone. And then when I when I started working at restaurants, I'm like, Ma, can I make it? She got so mad at me for throwing out the carrots and celery and onion that were in the stock. Yep. And straining the bones out. My mother the same thing. She uses uh. she uses the celery cat, but she don't use the bones. She'll take the whole she uses the whole chicken. But I'm like, you cook the celery and carrot in there with it and just throw them out and put fresh ones in yeah. there. They're all mushad and stuff, but she's old now, so it's good for her to eat them. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was younger, my mom, I, I think yeah, my mom like, came from a place where the bones was like never thrown out. She stuck right. the bones dry. It sounds horrible. Can't believe I said that on the radio right now, but literally, my mom could clear the marrow. <laughs> and out if it wasn't your mom, there would have been a joke there. So. Yeah, well, the marrow, yeah. key, man. My grandfather used to make bone marrow sandwiches with mayo and yeah. scoop bone marrow out. Even the turkey neck is one of my favorite things now. I love. I love the turkey neck, and I'll take it. I'll actually fry it after it pulls out of the oven. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll fry it. It's some turkey neck and some hot sauce. Yeah, fucking well, jam you, it, man. You do a little garlic oil and cumin Ooh, in the yeah. pan, and it's fucking phenomenal. As a kid growing up, I I didn't know the difference. Well, as growing when I was younger, I didn't know the difference between turkey and chicken. So you know, and then I never had turkey soup until I was like. 18 or 19 years old, my aunt made it one day after after Thanksgiving, and she was like, here, I was like, well, what, what is it? Turkey soup. And I took one spoonful of it, and I was like, delicious. So, no one can see the facial reaction. Yeah. The poor thing was, was the facial reaction. All right, so Adam, back to you. Yep. Um, Yo. Do you have any new combos coming up for uh, Funkin' Waffles? Like, or do you do, you do uh, like a well, daily special? All right, so we got a bunch of stuff happening right now. All right, so right now it's Thanksgiving season. We're actually going to start producing the pumpkin pie waffle. Um, we topped that. We topped that with cinnamon ice cream, and it's um, it's absolutely oh, crazy, man. I mean, you can basically just take like two cans of you know pumpkin pie, uh, pumpkin pie like filling or whatever, and just throw it in a bucket full of buttermilk batter, and it basically turns into pumpkin. Um, oh, here's an idea. If you, instead of calling it, instead of calling it pumpkin pie, call it Funkin' pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Funkin pie. A little Funkin' everybody, pie, man. Everybody loves to use the F word around the Funkin' wobbles, man. Oh yeah. You know who else? You know who else loves it? Fuck that bitch. That guy. That guy. That guy. He might try to sue you. I want to be partner. Oh jeez. Fuck that waffle. Trying to think too. So we also got this waffle, the banana bread waffle, which is kind of the fall waffle, um, and that's also similar. I mean, we we stuff that with blueberries, chocolate chips. On top, we put walnuts, blueberries, chocolate chips, and bananas and honey. And um, oh, come on. what's what's crazy about this waffle actually is that it gets better like uh, a couple of days later. So like a lot of times, I'll I'll make one and then throw in the fridge for two days. And then throw in the toaster. And it's just so much better because you know how when you're making banana bread, when that comes out of the oven, it's like still a liquid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. like the, the the bananas make it so freaking hot and like thin. But then once it cools, 
then it turns into a loaf of bread. You know what I'm saying? It's the right, same right. way with our, 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 our waffles. So you can get them fresh, but even when you get them fresh, I suggest letting them sit there for like 10 or 15 minutes because they start to toughen up. Then you get this really cool banana goo kind of waffle. Oh, man. Woo! Now, I'm sure, like, <laughs> that's fucking great. I don't know. I'm trying to think of more combos. Like, shit, like, I'm, I'm a big peanut butter guy, so I like my peanut butter and bacon sandwiches. That's my hangover cure. And I just, I love it. Like, the Elvis with the bananas and the peanut butter and the bacon. Okay, Ooh. well, yeah, we actually, we do have the Elvis, man. We have a waffle that's stuffed with bacon, and then we top it with bananas and peanut butter and powdered sugar and a and uh, we call it um, the all shook up. <laughs> now, when you put the bacon in the waffle, do you lay whole strips on top of the batter and then put a little more batter and then do the waffle iron? We or do you cook chop bacon it up? crispy. We, we, we cook bacon crispy, and then we just break it up kind of rough so it's still big pieces, and we throw it right in with the waffle while you're, while you're making it. Oh, um, nice. And so I, it I, ends up like... You know, it ends up getting pretty crispy, and it just infuses flavor in the whole thing. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Because I fuck around in my house with the waffle iron, and I, I cooked, like, I had slab bacon, so I cut almost steaks of it. And I cooked it off first, and then, like, I did the waffle batter and then laid, like, a crucifix of bacon in the thing and then put more oh. stuff on top. Oh. So I it was, like, just in there. That's like a new hip thing. I've been seeing people do that on Pinterest or some shit where they put the bacon like kind of sticking out the sides. Yeah. You know I mean, that's a pretty cool look to it. Yeah, but it's a little messy, you know, because you're just going to pull the whole piece of bacon out anyway and eat it, you know. Italian would be Absolutely. nice. Some hot, that's, some that's hot Italian sausage on a waffle. Yeah, some nice hot Italian happy. fucking sausage, maybe some caramelized onion. Something, uh, you know, some fried peppers or something like uh, that. I love it. I, I just love the whole concept. I, I'm a big fan. I can't wait to get there because music, ice cold beer, and waffles. We're going to get a nice scoop of fresh regatta cheese, some honey, and some hot sausage on a waffle. I love it. Yeah. I love it. How about Nutella and peanut butter? He's got one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's, it's a fucking fantastic idea. I'm so glad you got two stars. And, you know, what's next for you? So I'm thinking, like, 50 stores, man. You know, I'm thinking, like, you know, 200 stores. Because the truth is, like, I, I'm spread across a few categories here. You know, we are a coffee shop in the sense that there's no waitresses. Like, you order at the counter and right. you get your food. You know, when you get your food, we give you a little buzzer. So that puts me in, like, coffee shop category, which is perfect for college towns and, like, any decent high-population town. Then I got the live music venue. And there's basically like a handful of places across the country where you have seven days a week of live music and the place is open all day for food. You might find right. one, you might find the other, but there's very few joints that literally go from serving eggs to like serving 300 people like Hennessy. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. No, that's, that's you know what I think. I've got an opportunity here to grow the business and uh, I'm hoping that, you know, once I finished with this second one, which is only in less than a year, and we were featured on the Food Network last Monday on Guilty Pleasures. So in 11 months, I got my new location on national television. Nice. Um, I'm well, that's it. you got to get more TV. 
I think Staten Island needs a fucking waffle desperately. That's what I think your next move should be. You know, be. but the only thing, and I hate because I live here, but every time someone tries to open up something on Staten Island, Staten Island just ruin it. Don't discourage him. We need a fucking waffle. You know, yeah, I know. Well, do, do it in like right over the bridge of Jersey so you'll make money. <laughs> and I don't the, the The rapper in my band is from Staten Island, and so we actually go to Staten Island like all the time. We have good friends who own a recording studio there, and it would definitely be a potential space. I mean, we got grandmas and stuff in there. So, wait, 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 wait. Who's, what's, the, what's the guy's name? Uh, Jack Newman is the rapper, but the studio is called The House of Dreams. And I wish I could remember the address, but it's right in the heart of Staten, man. It's like it's up the hill, so it's not on the water, but it's up the hill a little bit. And there's this bagel joint that just crushes it around the corner. It's unreal. Really? I That's think when you come to Staten Island, you pack up a trunk load of waffles and you make a pit stop over the huts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm telling you, we're going to be in Staten so soon, I'm going to come kick it with, with you guys. Well, on, on the real, whenever if you ever come to Staten Island on a Monday, keep in mind, you know, you guys are welcome to stop by the studio and chew the fat with us a little bit. Yeah, definitely when, when, you, get, when you get off, just um, go on my Facebook uh Go on a uh, Rob Burmeister and you know friend me, and then we'll uh, you know I'll give you my cell phone number and shit, and then uh, we'll keep in touch. Cause this is, uh, I just Absolutely. love it, and that's my Absolutely. favorite thing. For some reason, places that open up in college towns have the greatest, craziest food, and they do Absolutely. the best business. We got the guy in Rutgers with the with the fucking grease truck that had the uh, muck sticks and chicken fingers and yeah, bacon and shit. Yeah. yeah. It's the fucking balls. And I used to visit my buddies up in Scranton like 20 years ago. And I used to go to this place that would have like a 10-egg omelet with a chopped up hamburger, hot dogs, chicken fingers, bacon, onions. It was crazy. That's like the mac and cheese oh, you made that day. Yeah. But still, by yeah, the way, you know it's what, one of my favorite things. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to Rochester, New York, but they're famous. Uh, the city's famous for this thing called the garbage plate, um, which is like two burger patties. You know, covered in like red sauce next to Mac salad, French fries, and like mozzarella sticks too. You know what I mean? It's basically like the same idea about like a plate. Right, right. Um, and so I definitely got to do a waffle like that. That's that's got to be one of the the, uh, the next things. Yeah, like, like a hot right. mess, like a hot mess yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it's a big stupid mess on the plate. Yeah. Do you do like a bacon, egg, and cheese waffle with a little SPK, salt, pepper, ketchup drizzled yeah, over the top? Yeah, we got that. That one's called the Bootsy. That's, that's the Bootsy Brunch. So we take a buttermilk waffle and we stuff it with the crispy bacon. And then we put two eggs and cheddar cheese on top and we fold the waffle in, in half over it. Oh, nice. It's killer, man. That, that's, that's actually our third highest seller after the chicken and waffles and the jive turkey. Nice. Yeah, well, I see the falafel waffle you got. And, uh, you got to do some kind of Italian waffle, man. I'm telling you. I know. I got to. I got to put something in there. I'm working with prosciutto right now. I got this idea for like a goat cheese, arugula, prosciutto, something, something. Instead of the goat cheese, use fresh regatta. Okay, okay. That way, you know, I you like got it. the fresh regatta, you got the prosciutto. You know, nice little... Can't you just make that shit too, ricotta? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, all you do is what you do. You take milk, you heat it up. You can even add heavy cream and some yogurt to it if you want it that rich, but just milk. 
and you bring it to like a, uh, not a boil, but till it starts simmering, and then you put a little bit of white vinegar in it, and it just, you let it sit, and yep, it separates, and, and you just pour it through some cheesecloth, and it's the greatest regatta yeah. ever. You do oh, that fresh regatta with some, yeah. You got some local farm milk up there that you're using, man, and some fucking... You got that fresh regatta, that paper-thin sliced prosciutto, that beautiful fucking waffle. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait, man. How about little waffle sliders? Yeah. Okay. I'm so in. You know what? I don't know if you can see on the menu online, but we do all our waffles now in half size and some of them in quarter size. Right. So quarter waffle is perfect for a little slider. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why you already have all the stuff. You have your pulled pork. You got, you know, all that stuff, and you just do, like, little sliders just to eat a little burgers, you know, whatever. But And I got to say this, yeah. too, man. I really I really love the website. It's fun. It's easy. It's very descriptive. Yeah, it's easy to navigate. You got perfect descriptions. It's fucking awesome. I appreciate it, man. I work, I work hard on that, and I got a sick crew of artists and people that work with me. It's all about the community that I'm in. I mean, I'm, I'm calling on, like, all my friends to get involved. Yeah. I mean, the jive turkey and the chicken and waffles on the top of the page reminds me of, like, Partridge Family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember when they had a little... And I love the names, too. Crepe Ex- Expectations, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Tuesday Heartbreak. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. great. It's, 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 Yo, it's a phenomenal of, speaking idea. Of heartbreak, speaking of Tuesday Heartbreak, I'm seeing Stevie Wonder tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden for the Lord. My God. Really? Wow! Just Guess what? He, he won't Tuesday see you though. <laughs> Tuesday Heartbreak is a Tuesday Heartbreak is a Stevie Wonder tune. That's why I named it that. It's yeah. Funk yeah. And so I'm gonna see him on a Tuesday night in New York City. You got to keep the funk alive. You know what I'm saying? Ah, that's fucking great. I even love the James Brownie. That's awesome. Oh yeah, that one's the fourth biggest seller. That's that's right after the Bootsy Brunch. Now what about the Jersey Shore? How's that one doing? You know, I I named that before there was a TV show called The Jersey Shore. I just want to point that out. I've been open nine and a half years. That was before the first season. So people thought I named that after the show, but I called The Jersey Shore because when I was a kid and I was on Wildwood. Yeah, well, I was in Wildwood, yeah. and you go down Wildwood, and there's always a dude selling ice cream sandwiches um, in a waffle. So it's like a yeah. scoop of ice cream, yeah. you know, and they fold the waffle over it. So I was like, oh, well, I got to do that called The Jersey Shore. Yeah, that those those places. I think it was Nors, K N O R R S. They used to That's do the waffle right. sandwiches, exactly. and then they used to have the uh, orange uh, orange sherbet and vanilla swirl cones out of the salt serve machines. Yep, yep. Oh, it's fucking great. Yep. Yeah, That's crazy. We're talking, we're talking about the same spot, man. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, it's a great. It's just uh, I wish you all the luck in the world. I mean, you don't need it. You've been doing it for like over nine years, right? I just love the whole yeah. concept. I wish I was closer, but it's just phenomenal. And it does look like an awesome place to maybe not even franchise. Go and open them up yourself, but it's just like a pick up and go. Here it is. These waffles. Here's yeah. the menu. Have a little bar, and then that's it. It's fucking great. Yeah, that's that's the goal. That's the goal. Now, what's really the name of your band? I've, I've had so much fun tonight with you guys, too. You guys are, are, are a blast. Um, the band is called Sophistafunk. Oh, man. Like, Sophisticated that's, that's Funk. Great. And you know what? We're going we're gonna to be in New York City. We're playing in Brooklyn at, at the Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, and cool. That is when on, is that? This, on 
December 23rd. Ooh. So right, be- right, right before the holiday, everyone's coming to town. We're gonna to throw a big party on a Wednesday night. Nice, nice. Yeah, when I I used to work in Nantucket for a summer, and there was a great funk band I used to go see. It was Chucklehead. And I mean, this is what, like 1993 or something. But they were fantastic because I was younger, and I was like, this is how music should be. It's like 30 guys in the band. And you know, I'm, I'm a big horn section guy. You know, like the yep, Budos thing for out of Staten player. Island here. Yeah. We got, we, we got a sax player. We got a funky drummer. You guys love it. Um, we definitely know how to make people party. And, you know, Guy loves it, and that's definitely fun. Yeah, that, that's fucking great that you work his, his birthday party every year. Yeah, it'll be our fourth one in January. Ah, fucking awesome. You awesome, do. awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, well, um... I don't know. If you want to stick around with us, we got a couple. We got a couple of phone calls. If you want to stick on, or you got to go. Yeah, you know, keep, I don't want... yeah. Keep it. Let's let's keep this party going. I can I can hang out. I, I got. All right, brother. Out. I just don't want to keep you from something. So hold on. We're gonna. Hey, you're chewing the fat with big and beefy. What's going on? Happy birthday once again, Robbie, Bobby, Robert, Renegade, Cutthroat, yeah. Burmeister, that's that. <laughs> What's up, Chef Lou? How the hell you doing, brother? <laughs> oh, I'm cooking. <laughs> Lose your I'm fun. cooking turkey and potato. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> now, that? now, Chef Lou, we got uh, we got Adam from uh, a kick-ass place up in Syracuse, Funkin' Waffles. And as he's talking about, like, his whole concept, I just keep thinking of the bread holes. You know, I'm listening in while I'm doing these turkeys. I'm feeding a couple of dozen seniors tomorrow who, I mean, um, it's a really great thing. But it's very, you know, like, whatever. Yeah, I'm listening to a show with the waffles, man. I'm I'm all over it. Like, I stopped with the potatoes. I think that's a great concept. And the bread holes, yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing, man. Tunes, beer, and waffles. How can you go wrong? Dude, I tell you, I, I I wake up every day. I'm like, I think I'm selling waffles for a living. What the fuck happened? Yeah. <laughs> tell tell me about it. Trending? <laughs> you know what? You know what the key words. Believe me, it's weird. But the key words in that was for a living. You could be selling them and just losing everything around you, but you're actually paying bills by selling waffles. It's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm gonna raise babies on waffle money, on butter and eggs. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I know some very wealthy people who raise money on sucking shit out of people's ground septic tanks. <laughs> yeah, maybe so it doesn't really, at, the end, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Just get the dollar. GTM. Get the money. That's all you need to focus on. I think the waffles are great, man. And it's a great time because the industry is definitely doing another little change around and it's going more back to simpler home foods and Type of comfort things, you know. It's, uh, yeah, so. Nah, yeah, you know, once you start nitrogen freezing your desserts, I mean, how far are you going to go? Remember <laughs> 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 that thing? But yeah, anyway. You know, we called it ice cream, and it was a lot easier to make than having like liquid nitrogen laying around. And- yeah. And people actually liked it. Like, practically, people liked the ice cream. The whole thing that made it was that you could sit down on the sofa somewhere and watch a fire or watch a TV and eat it. You're not going to really carry around your nitrogen drum and keep dipping those little tablets and sticking them in your face. 
Right, well, you right. might. Clemenza, I think if they made a prosciutto ice cream that was that good, you'd get the nitrogen bottle. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> How are oh, you I feeling, feel... Chef Clemenza? I feel pretty good, Lou. Things are okay. Things good, are definitely okay. Good to hear. So well, back, back to the lovely... seniors. Back to the yes. seniors you're cooking for. <laughs> yeah, you love bringing <laughs> I know. I, I was like, why did I even say this to him? Maybe he'll forget <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got Adam back on. We lost him. What's up, Adam? I'm still here, baby. I'm still here. All right. All right, cool. Yeah, we lost it for a well, half listen, second. While we got everybody on the line, why don't we do our little food fight thing? I think it's you. Uh-huh. Well, you know what we should do? This is waffles. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. I guess you can't We got Jackie on the line. Jackie, we're going to get to you in a second. Don't what's up, Jersey Jack? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? Not right, much. We got, got Adam from Syracuse and Funkin' Waffles on the line. We got Chef Lou. You know, we're rocking we it out. We got a food fight, and it's going to be sweet potato versus mashed potato. Ooh. Yeah. What would you <laughs> rather have, sweet or mashed? <laughs> mashed potato. Can I answer for the Germans? Well, Rob, what do you go? We got to start off with Rob and I because that's how the whole fight's going to evolve. Um, well, I'm half Irish, so I do love the potato. It's versatile. I like sweet potatoes, but I get sick of them after a while. Okay. You know, so I'm I'm, I'm going to take the losing battle here, and I'm going to go with the sweet potato. I do. You know what I hate? Sweet potato fries. They're never crunchy. I don't like them either. I think they're stupid. Yeah. When they're good, they're great. Yeah. But the problem is they're never good. No, I like a sweet potato pie. I like that you can have a potato and say it's a vegetable and then get diabetes from it, too. Yeah. I like that. All right, so let's pick it up. Let's go. Let's go around. Let's go around here. Here's a sweet potato, all right? You can't put marshmallows on that shit. I mean, come on. You got to get a point for that. Right. Well, that's the thing. I like that aspect of it. But I like the potato because it's just more versatile, I think. All right, uh, let's, 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 let's go around. Let's go around. Let's start out with a guest or on a guest here. What do you think? Uh, sweet potato or mashed potato? I mean, truth is, mashed potato. Ooh, all right. Yeah. All right. Jackie, what I about got, you? I got to go with it. I got to go with mashed potato. I can't even look at a sweet potato. I can't stand them. They're nasty to me. Now, now here's my thing. I know, and I, I make a living on food and stuff, but I would take instant mashed over real mashed any day. <laughs> I love it. I love hospital food. I can't help it. I'm not even going to comment on that. We're going to go right to Philomena. Sweet potato or mashed potato? Sweet potato. Sorry. Sweet potato. All right. What about you, Lou? I go mashed potato. Yeah. Now, I'm going to pop on Facebook real quick because we got we literally have about a hundred something comments here, and I'm just going to take a glance at this, and I'm going to vow to say that mashed potato takes it by a fucking landslide. I only see a few sweet potato in here. Yeah, now mashed potato is definitely yeah. good. It's only if you even count this one out. Now sweet potato, if you had to pick on Thanksgiving though. 
See, because overall, I would take mashed potatoes over sweet potato any day. But on Thanksgiving, I'd rather have the sweet potato. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Right. no. I do like the sweet potato, but the sweet potato is very particular. Like, if you grab the wrong potato, you can get, like, 12 of them, and two of them are like honey, and then the third one is like Ooh. a piece of fucking wood. Yeah, you know, you know, so. I'm gonna come grab your little sweet potato. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when yeah, I, I make my when I make my candied sweet potatoes, I use peeps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I like it better than regular marshmallow. It's a little color. There's nothing wrong with those peeps, man. No. I like I like, I like mixing actually ma- mashed and sweet. Mashed and sweet. You like mashed, mashed and sweet? Mashed and sweet is always good. No, I like um, I like squash, turnip, and um, sweet potato. That makes a really good combination and a nice color. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something you know, that we tried a couple of times, and I do like the turnip in there, Lou. I will agree. But did you ever do a sweet potato croquette? No, not a croquette, but I made them into you, like you three fries. Firm up is good, though. Yeah, but you got to try it. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to put a lot of I, yeah, a little bit of mashed potato mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Tina says mashed. And um, now, now uh, Adam, do you do a sweet potato waffle? Not anymore. Not anymore. Hey, Adam. Yo, I don't know what's going on with my phone, but uh, no, we don't do one yet. Yeah, yeah you said you that would be a nice... Yeah. Sweet potato waffle with some marshmallow fluff. Yeah, ooh. Oh, yeah, if you're going to do that, you might as well do a pumpkin pie one. A well, he's, he's doing the, the pumpkin yeah. pie. The pumpkin pie oh, really? with the fucking marshmallow. Yeah, cinnamon ice cream. All right, I tuned in late. Yeah, tell us about the pumpkin one again. It's a pumpkin waffle with cinnamon ice cream? Yeah, we take the, we take the actual canned pumpkin and we throw it in the mix and then... Um, we actually uh, top it with cinnamon ice cream and whipped cream and a little powdered cinnamon. It uh, it it's actually killer, man, because we have such a killer buttermilk batter. You throw anything with that shit and it will work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tell you, when I used to deep fry everything in my store, I used my pancake batter to do it. I used to have whole right. Philly cheesesteak heroes, and I would dip it in the pancake batter and fry it. It was the fucking greatest thing. I did it for my sliders and. Sometimes I would just dip myself in pancake batter. <laughs> well, when I used to get bored, yeah, really. I was hungover and, you know, just exhausted. I would put my whole hand in pancake batter and put it in the fryer to see how long it would take until I felt it's the like when you make 400 the degree oil. When you had the, the egg and bread come yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my but, God. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was after my <laughs> I'm going to vow to say mashed potato takes Yes, mashed potato wins. <laughs> mashed potato wins every time. Thank you, all my Irish fellow brethren. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, all right. So, uh, Adam, are you guys open on Thanksgiving, or, or do you, you shut down? Well, I got one location that opens at 7, um, and then I got a location that's closed. Um, the one on campus is, like, very student-oriented, so right, if the right. kids are out of town, you might as well close, but... Downtown's going to open at 7, and we're just going to probably serve a bunch of jive turkeys. Yeah, well, I mean, that's so cool. You open up at 7, people already ate, took a dump, clogged the toilet, took yeah. a nap, and now they're out to drink. Thanksgiving, yeah, it's usually a big night out sometimes. Yeah. It can well, be. Definitely the day before is really big. 
Yeah. And the day after, too, Black Friday. Someone asked me the other day, what are you doing Wednesday, night before Thanksgiving? I'm like, I'm going on to all my friends are home from college. And they're like, what? I'm like, all right, that was like 30 years ago. <laughs> 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 I ain't going to be doing much. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to the show. Hold on to the towel rack for the monarchy to Hello, Luke. How are you? Go stick the floor mat in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Be nice, Luke. Hey, Phil. Now, let me ask, uh, Claude, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I am actually staying at my mom's house. I got Philomena coming over. I got my friend Tony from Jersey coming over, my nieces. So we got a bunch of people. And uh, I'm going to go shop, do a little shop tomorrow with my mom. And uh, we're going to start. We got two turkeys going on, a spiral ham, some stuffed mushrooms, some Andy Bach. Yeah. You know. Well, I was supposed to go to Virginia Beach. Okay. I bought this vacation like two years ago. And it's kind of like the... uh, Timeshare deal, you gotta sit down for two hours or whatever. So they're all gone home, they're they're stalking me now. And they're like, oh, I'm like, so I booked it for Thanksgiving, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. What the hell is that? I fall and I can't get up. It's gotta be loose. Lou just just dropped the old people's turkey on the floor. That was was 75 microwave containers hitting the floor. Don't worry, Louie, I'll see now. They won't know the difference anyway. So now I call up the people to make sure. They ask me a couple of questions, and now I got turned down for it. They refunded me the money because when I bought this thing, I was working at that Harvest Cafe, so I had it on the job on job and stuff like that, uh-huh. and now they turn me down. So I said, good, go fuck yourself. So we booked, we're going to be going to um, Philly. Like two, two, so how did you finish now they turned you down? Because I was making money when I booked it, and now because they really want you to go down and sit in a meeting and uh, and buy a timeshare. So now that I don't make any money, okay, you know, whatever. So <laughs> they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> so I'm going yeah, to Philly. Yeah, I want to go to uh, Simon. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Simon. Simon Birch. Yeah, that little midget kid. Simon Cow? No, the Simon, the, the guy, the guy from, uh, oh, he was on Top Chef, Michael Simon. Michael Simon. I want to go to his joint and then just eat Philly cheesesteaks until uh, the colon falls out. You've been getting a lot of things this show. What's, what the hell is going on with you? What? Usually right on point. So far you forgot like six uh, I don't know. My, my brain is turning to fucking no, I mush. Think, I think how many shots of Jamo did you do? I wanted to drink these coffee cups. Well, this is my second coffee cup full. Oh and I want to add some of this Godiva to it, too. There you go. A little Godiva fucking... Lou's eating celery now. Yeah, Lou's doing something. <laughs> um, I'm separating... <laughs> I'm separating containers, thinking about Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> he's tap dancing. He's tap dance practicing. Just give him yes. I won't know the difference. Yeah. I have a big, right, I have well, a big show Thanksgiving. Right. So while we have Adam on, Adam, what are you doing for Thanksgiving besides, you know, worrying about uh, having your place open at seven? Yeah. Right. Um, me and my girl are gonna go to my brother's in-laws' house in Connecticut, and uh, have my mom and dad, my brother, his wife, their two kids, my two nieces, a whole ton of family. 
Um, oh, cool. And, uh, it'll be good. It'll be home-cooked meal. I've actually brought some uh, waffles before. I think I'm going to try to bring a whole bunch of them. Now, here's another thing. I know I keep telling you ideas, but you should make a stuffing with waffles. Oh, I can set, damn. Set oh, my God. Because oh, I, I, I make a stuffing with, uh, yeah, it'd, it'd be fucking great. I make a stuffing with White Castle burgers. It's fucking phenomenal. How about your buddy that time that made that soup with the, uh, the stuffing meatballs? Oh, the stuffing meatballs. Yeah. It, yeah. But a waffle stuffing, you know, I that think that'd be. Yeah, you do it the same way. You maybe throw a little sausage in there, a little bacon or oh, something yeah, like that. But definitely the waffles for the bread. Hands down, it's probably be a phenomenal. phenomenal. Even if oh, you bake it, you know, you get it wet and with the eggs and you bake it in like a bread pan and just slice it down. Oh, God. Oh, man. Wow. You're getting moist. <laughs> yeah, I have a little moist that I, that I think about it. Yum, yum, you're making me hungry. I was eating some Marie Clam the other day, and it tasted better than anything. <laughs> Jackie, what are you doing for, for Thanksgiving? Oh, God, I don't even know for sure yet. Okay, good talk. Easy to fuck Well, I'm moving. I'm moving oh, on the 28th, so. Are you moving on the 28th, Elizabeth? No, I'm just moving uptown. I'm getting out the hood. Jack, you're uh, out that island, man. Come on, you're moving to Staten Island. Right? So I don't want to cook here because then I, you know, I got to drag leftovers with me to a new apartment. That's pretty stupid. So I don't know. My daughter wants me to go over there. My son wants me to go over there. I, I don't know where I'm going. I'll so what are you doing, Lou? You're jerking the chicken now. What are you doing, Lou? All my ears fucking noise in the back. Lou, stop the fuck up. He's playing this new mariachi woodblock over there or whatever it is. <laughs> well, what was that song from like the late sixties, early seventies called Popcorn? Remember that? <laughs> was Popcorn. Popcorn guy. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know that shit. Wow. No, uh, I'm stopping now. I I'm, think he's um, auditioning. I think he's auditioning for Adam. Usually Fay. he's joking about he's smoking a fucking bowl. And he doesn't shut the fuck no, up. No. Now you drop everything on the floor. You're dealing your whittle over there. What's going on? Uh, I'm doing some. Um, I'm doing some meals. Yeah. 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 We got uh, all right, we got about ten minutes left. <laughs> so now everybody else, Thanksgiving. Let's just let's get ready to Thanksgiving for a second. Take a series. Oh, oh, without all right, what are you thankful for? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm fucking sitting no. here. I'm not doing anything now. I'm really not. What you gonna say? What everybody's thankful? What I was gonna say is, and I had, you know, I'm not gonna bring up any sad moments, but. You're going to drink, you're going to party, you're going to do that. Just be careful on your holiday. Hope everybody has a great fucking holiday. Uh, Thanksgiving is time to spend time with your family and friends. And uh, yeah, Don't drink, sure don't drink and drive because you might hit a bump and still you drink. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm praying for my third time this this. No, it is a good time, you know. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be with my family, but I'm going to be with family. Sometimes you got to take the little road trip. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I did that a couple of times this year. I'm actually uh, 
Get to spend time with a lot of their family. Yeah, so we're broken down on the side of the road, and I'm eating like a, a fucking roadkill for Thanksgiving, like just weeping as I'm cooking it on my engine. <laughs> could be worse. Is you this could a be, buzzard? You could be eating loose chicken that's all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. Lou, uh, they have uh, dry... <laughs> Drop turkey? The, tur- the turkey the turkey's still in the oven. That was the empty containers. That's it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a turkey that just keeps on giving. Yeah. It's it's those senior citizens, they won't the see the footprint on the turkey, turkey for the turkey skin. Oh, my God. No, that's horrible. Just, that was all his tapioca beads falling down to make his tapioca pudding for these uh, for the people. They want, <laughs> now, they didn't want tapioca. They wanted broccoli, mashed potatoes, and fresh turkey. And, by golly, that's what I'm giving them. No sauce, no salt. No nothing. <laughs> no flavor. No flavor. <laughs> Nada. Nada. In fact, are you giving us some wine? I was gonna wine. They can't have it? salt. Oh, so <laughs> what's, what's wine got to do with salt? You don't read well, about the these thing old is, people. They have one glass of wine and they have very strict the Coumadin will drop down. You can't put well, a lot of them are on Coumadin, I'd imagine. You know, if they're in a nursing home, they're probably a handful are, and you can't have alcohol or green. Yeah, they're on Coumadin so and antibiotics and the STDs. How much are you getting yeah. paid? A little alone time with Edna. <laughs> oh, stop. And her name is Gumby. <laughs> I'm a little dry down there, Lou. Where's the gravy? Yeah, that's it. They get the gravy master. That's what they call it. <laughs> Turkey fat. Oh, good gravy. I walk in there like fucking Hannibal Lecter with a turkey skin mask. <laughs> Where's my Afghan? <laughs> oh boy. Crazy. Oh. Good crazy. <laughs> I'm working Thanksgiving too. Ah. Yeah, I mean I did that for years and I used to enjoy it because I didn't have to go over my aunt's house and stuff, but now I kinda miss it. But you know, whatever. Make money. Yeah. Day to make money. It's a happy Thanksgiving. I, 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 I even, you know, it's one of those things. Think of, all the, think of all the people you're making happy, Lou. Yeah, well, it is a very, very joyous day. Well, not tomorrow, because no matter what you do to people, they're never happy. No. It was okay, but I am not paying seven ninety five for this. <laughs> No, I'm not feeding it there. I'm packing it, and they're picking it up and um, distributing it to them tomorrow. It's a volunteer thing from St. Charles School to the, I don't know which exactly. They're not nursing home. They're shut-ins. They're senior shut-ins all throughout the island. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So that was even more of the, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figured it was a cool thing, and uh, whatever. You know, sometimes you make commitments, and you just got to stick by them. And it's a good thing. I mean, these people are shut-ins, and... I, I told them I was doing it on Thanksgiving, and they were like, yeah, well, a lot of the volunteers don't want to do anything on Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, 
Yeah. All right, let's do it Tuesday. Yeah. They always claim they're shut-ins until there might be snow. And then they're out there and they're like, you know, 1972 Cordova with 47 miles on it. And then they're whizzing through traffic to get milk and bread. I knew I was giving you a loaded gun as soon as I had this book. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think about the for real. <laughs> I was once a shut in. Come on, Clem. I know. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even saying anything. I'm just gonna sit here and I, I don't like, even know I why you're being quiet. <laughs> I don't know a little. But I know it's a nice thing, and I'm cooking for two families on Thanksgiving, and they're really nice people, and they're steady. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not. A, I won't be amongst strangers. But if I was cool. doing Thanksgiving, I would definitely give Adam a call and see if he could whip up some waffle stuffing and shoot it over yeah. here to Staten Island. Well, I know, man. Oh, absolutely. I will in the future, man. We'll have a location in Staten Island. Yeah. Well, since we're yeah. winding down to the end of the show, too, Adam, why don't you uh, tell us the name of the place sing. where it is? Why don't, why don't you sing? Why don't you shut the fuck up and go fun. some dark <laughs> now, now, what do you play in the band, Adam? I got to ask you, what do you play? I play bass. Yeah, yeah! You pluck that shit. I love it. I love yep. funk bass. Yeah. Adam, do you sing? That's what I do. I sing too. I read, I read all the See? music. I wasn't being a fuckhead. I can hear his voice. He's a singer. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I sing that shit. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just telling you though. It's uh, it's great. Fucking grass. I wish I was back to play music again. And you know, should play the skin flute no, this it's, time it's, around, it's Bob. Never. But if I, because I always wanted to play bass, and this would be the bass song I always wanted to play. Yeah, the night court theme, baby. I love it. Oh my God. <laughs> I can see. I can see after three years of lessons, you sit everybody down, you whip that out, and there he goes, asshole. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I'd start every show, every show like that. I would start. Well, Mike or Stephen, they come back. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, only you. Is Jackie still on the line? Uh, all right, so That's get a little. A little oh, promo. Jackie, give a little promo to uh, for Funkin' Waffles again. All right, guys. Adam Gold from Funkin' Waffles here, baby. Yeah. We're up in Syracuse, New York, on the way to Niagara Falls or Boston, if you're coming from the west. And um, we got one location on the Syracuse University campus. We got one in downtown Syracuse called Arms. Army Square, and uh, we serve just like basically comfort food, soul food, breakfast all day, and live music every night. Nice. I think Lou has a Funkin' Waffles going on in his kitchen right now. I can know what. Lou's Funkin' Waffles in his kitchen right now? He got me inspired, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude, well, thank you so much for calling in, bro. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, we got to keep yeah. in touch and uh, definitely do something again. Anytime you want to call in the show, it's Monday nights, 8 to 10, same same fucking phone number. But, uh, yeah, definitely we got to be in touch, man. I, I want you back on the I show. Love you guys. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, you're welcome in the studio anytime, man. Um, December 23rd 
at the Brooklyn Bowl. Come on down and see me, see me play. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm Absolutely. thinking about it. Now, is there a website for your band? Uh, yes, sophistafunkband.com. You find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, everywhere. Ah, sweet. I'm looking that shit out. I'm, I'm buying some of the songs. Awesome, brother. All right, brother. All right, thank man. you so Thanks much guys. for calling in, man. Have a, have a happy holiday. Peace out. All right, you too, right. man. Ciao. Waffle stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take it easy, man. All right, Louie Louie. Take it easy, yeah. brother. We're heading out. And uh, Raven, take it easy, my man. <laughs> And Clem, have a happy Thanksgiving. So we'll meet us. See you guys. See you. Thanks for hooking us up. Yeah, thanks for hooking us up. See you. Thanks for hooking us up with Adam. Have a happy Thanksgiving. All right, brother. Have fun with the old people. Love you. Yep. I appreciate it. But I was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks anyway. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD. <laughs> White meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroy. Gobble, gobble, boo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.